On today's episode of Come Pray With Me, I will be interviewing Shifu Shiyang Ming, the founder and abbot of USA Shaolin Temple. He will be explaining the differences between Shaolin monks and other Buddhist monks, as well as teaching us about Shan Buddhism. Chan Buddhism is a Buddhist sect that inspired and influenced Zen Buddhism. Chan monks defied the status quo by rejecting the harsh asceticism of the past and embracing a strong sense of community over solitary practice. It originated in China but is also practiced largely in South Korea, Indonesia, and Vietnam. Shaolin monks are world famous for their kung fu and martial arts skills, which some view as contradictory to Buddhist values like peace and nonviolence. Today we will see not only how they coexist, but build on each other at USA Shaolin Temple. Thank you for, for the opportunity. Thank you. Amitua Foshifu, thank you so much for joining us today on our show. My first question is, what makes the Shaolin monks different from other monks in Buddhism? What makes Shaolin monks different from other monks? because we practice Shaolin martial arts or Shaolin Kung Fu. And as, as we practice the philosophy, Buddhism and practice the knowledge at the same time. That's, that's why make Shaolin Temple monks different from others. So I noticed that you practiced Chan Buddhism. So could you tell us a little bit more about it and what makes it different from other Buddhist sects like Mahayana and Theravada? Absolutely. Chan Buddhism is everything. Life is a Chan. Chan is life. Whatever we do is Chan Buddhism. The things we see it, things we cannot see it. That's the things we can smell it, can smell spicy or, you know, sour is Chan. And speaking is Chan, not, not talking is Chan. Uh, Chan basically, you now speaking, talking, and you, we, we're living life is Chan. So, of course, the Shaolin Temple is very famous for its various martial arts programs. So could you tell us a little more about those programs and how it relates to your philosophy of active meditation? Absolutely. Back to the uh, centuries ago, uh, Shaolin Temple monks saved Andrew Lee during the Tang Dynasty, saved Andrew Lee's life. And that, that time, you know, Shaolin Temple started by uh, Bhattu, the, the other Indian monk. He had two disciples, Hui Guang and Sheng Chou. They were warriors. That time, you know, they were fighting for their beliefs, for their kingdoms. Suddenly they understood themselves. They said, we're keep killing people. This is not good. This is wrong. And when they, they understood themselves, they stopped violence. They stopped killing people. They become the uh, founder of Shan Temple, Bato's disciple. Same time they brought martial arts to the temple. And also they used their martial arts skills to protect the temple that time. When, when the Shan Temple monks 
until the Tang Dynasty saved the Emperor Li's life. Emperor Li Shimin said, "You can practice martial arts. I give you more land. You can have Shang Shang Temple army." And that's where Shang Temple martial arts and started even more um, wide, and uh, during the Tang Dynasty. That's a really incredible and inspiring origin story of the Shaolin Temple. Could you tell us a little bit more about what it means to be a Shaolin warrior? To be a Shaolin Temple warrior, you have to understand yourself and respect yourself. Not only just martial arts, not only just you have best skills of martial arts. You have to understand the philosophy. Yeah, the knowledge, the Buddha's teaching, to be good people, to be good person, and to make everything and good to make wonderful relationships, not only monks, and with everybody, and to make the peace, and to spread love and respect, and blessings to others. So, in what ways do Buddhist philosophy and values? As well as martial arts, coexist together at Shaolin Temple. That's that. That's why Shaolin Temple monks are different. Yeah, and since since Shaolin Temple started, and we we practice uh, martial arts, and in in other Buddhist Buddhist temples, for example, they cannot. In general, there are two hundred fifty rules for Buddhist monks. Five hundred rules for Buddhist nuns. You have to walk like a certain way. You talk a certain way, and you cannot eat, for example, ginger, garlic, spices, and there's so many rules to other, you know, Buddhism practitioners. And in in the Shantapu case, we do not follow that much rules. That's why we practice Chan philosophy. Yeah, Chan is life. Life has everything. If you understand yourself, respect yourself, and you do good things, and to help yourself, and that we can help the world. It doesn't matter. We don't. We do not follow that much rules. Different from others. I have to agree, and I feel like that. Ties into the way uh, Shakyamuni Buddha and his original followers practice, since they didn't have so much rules and structure. And then, contrary to popular belief, they also would consume meat, since they ha would have to eat offerings. So, in a way, the Shaolin monks are closer to Shakyamuni Buddha. I'm, I'm, I, you know, I believe Buddha. I believe Jesus Christ. I believe God. When when Shyamuni for for Shyamuni Buddha started that Buddhism, his his teaching, his teaching, his his knowledge, his philosophy, his love, or his love. When you reach a certain level, and um, Buddha's level, there's no uh, uh, like a man or woman, and basically, whatever you believe it, you believe it. And that time, his philosophy 
or her philosophy to fit in that time, 2000 years ago. <laughs> that now in the 21st century, and some rules we should follow, some rules we shouldn't. And we should, if we follow the rules from 2000 years ago, and 26, uh, 2600 years ago, now we cannot live life because the modern world and fast living, lots of challenge, lots of stress. And you, we have to know how to fully enjoy fully to live life, to fight for, for our lives. Some, some stuff, we, rules we can follow. Some we just simply cannot. Yeah, that's why I teach my people, my students, and understand yourself, respect yourself, you know, respect others, help yourself, help others. We, that way we can help the world. Yeah, that, that's, that, that's my philosophy. That's a great philosophy and that really does tie into the whole tradition of the Shaolin Temple since they've been around for hundreds and hundreds of years and they have all of these unique traditions and history, but at the same time, they always find new ways to modify and keep up with the times while still retaining the core values. Absolutely. You know, everything about yourself. And don't believe it. Don't use the name, for example, Shaolin Temple. Oh, everybody knows the worldwide. Yeah, don't use that name to to cheat yourself, to cheat, to cheat other people. First, first, you have to always challenge yourself and respect yourself. Always polish yourself, sharp your life. And that, don't use that strong type of name, for example, that's my, my personal feelings. And oh, I'm strong type monk. And already, you know, respect from others. I don't train harder. I don't sharp myself. I don't do that. Even now, I train every day. I practice, you know, sharp myself. I practice uh, physically and mentally every day. Yeah, that's, that's why I say, you know, people come to me, call me Shifu, give me so much hope, respect, and wants to, wants to you know, uh, learn something. That's why I have to sharp myself. I have to train hard every day. That's, that's life. So what are the sutras and how do Buddhists use them in their practice? Life is, is sutra. As long as we're, we're alive, life is a sutra. Many sutras, just like many weight, many weight. We find the way to each person individually to live life. Life is books. Life is books, different kind of books. We are reading by ourselves. There are many sutras in, in the Buddhism. Uh, for example, uh, Heart Sutra, Xin Jing, and Wamito Jing, Yuasi Jing, Jing Gang Jing, Leng Yan Jing, there are many, many sutras. That's why I said, instead, I teach my students, my disciples, my followers, or just sitting there, read the sutra. I simplify, I simplify to people, life is a sutra. Yeah, reading people, learning from people, learning from others, and to make you very knowledgeable person. And that's why I believe Buddha, I believe Jesus Christ, I believe God. They're all beautiful. 
they, their knowledge is so fantastic. That's why I teach my people, open your mind, open your heart, combine everything together. That's yours. That's life sutras. That's a very beautiful sentiment and a very beautiful idea. It's like, in a way, we're all one and everything is connected, even if we don't realize it. Absolutely. You know, just like a, on the beautiful planet, and we have different continents, different beliefs. Whatever you believe, stay where you believe. And whatever you believe, the spiritual leaders, they teach us to be good people. I believe that. And to do good things, don't do bad. You know, to spread love, peace, respect to others. Same thing. Why and people limited, you know, ourselves. I believe God, I cannot believe Buddha. I believe Jesus Christ, I cannot believe, you know, Allah, for example. Yeah, they're all good. They're all good. They're all good. That's why I said to my students, my disciples, my, my followers, and you come to me, I'm not going to change what you believe. I'm not going to change your religions. Yeah. And based on your beliefs, based on your skills, I just gave you more hope. So earlier on the show, we both greeted each other with the phrase Amitofo. Could you explain to us what that phrase means and why people at Shaolin Temple greet each other with it? Amitofo, literally translated to English, Buddha bless you. Amitofo is the name of the Buddha. If we believe it, we have Buddhas, we have millions, billions different Buddhas are living with us and to help each of us individually to walk through life. When we talk four, it's the international words. When we talk four, it's the international, international words for Buddhist monks. Wherever you come from, from you know, Europe, from Africa, from South America, North America, wherever you come from, you're a Buddhist monk, you're greeting, respect, respect each other, you say Omitofo. Omitofo means everything. But I bless you. You see somebody doing good things, you say Omitofo. I appreciate you doing good things for yourself, for others, for the world, Omitofo. You see somebody doing bad things and damage themselves, damage others, damage the world, you say Omitofo. Please stop doing it. Don't do it. Omitofo means everything. So I noticed on your website that you do a lot of calligraphy artwork. Could you tell us a little more about that? Calligraphy is life. You have to know how to rate your life. You rate your life on the rate, rate path. You know, respect yourself, love yourself. Respect others, love, love others. You know, love the world. Everywhere you go to, your home, respect, you know, and love the earth, make it better the world for yourself, for generations to come. That's what, that's what people should realize that, you know, just like it, you live, for example, I live in New York City, Manhattan. Oh, this is my home. You, you have to love your home. You go to, for example, go to Paris, you have to love the Paris. Don't throw the garbage on the ground. Now back to the calligraphy. Calligraphy, your writing, can tell you your knowledge, can tell your life. Yeah, 
life should be very smoothly, very graceful, and very joyful to live. Click the same thing, and just like life, you're writing your life. Also, that's why I teach people how to write, and also can tell you same time your personality, your your martial arts skills. Everything can tell, you can see that from your calligraphy, from your the way you write, you write. So, what are some of the different classes you offer? I know you offer quite a bit more than、uh, just the martial arts. I offer classes that people realize everything is kung fu, everything is martial arts. Life is kung fu. Not you practice kung fu, your martial arts practitioner. For example, somebody make a good food. Oh, that's so tasty! I want keep eating. <laughs> that's good, good kung fu. You you good reading. Oh, that's very good kung fu. What you you are very good a、uh, speaker. That's very good kung fu. I offer people. I sit down, talk to them, and let them realize how precious life is, how to change themselves. Life is so short and so precious, and simply we just cannot waste it. Simply we just cannot afford it to waste every moment, every day. Let them change the time that is a. It's it's priceless, you know. We cannot waste it. And how to be honest and respect some themselves, respect respect others. How to fully, fully, hundred percent, and challenge them, themselves to make their life better. So, what are some of the ways that Chan Buddhists use meditation in their practice? Chan Buddhism meditation. We're now we're meditating. We're talking. You walk, you can meditate. You can play golf. I go play、uh, tennis. You go to swim. You go to you know, uh, uh, upside down hands hands stands. You can meditate. Meditate. You don't have to sit there. Yeah, you don't have to sit there. You you go you know do things you like, and that's meditation. You after you meditate, you feel comfortable. You feel joyful. You you oh your life life your life. You love life more, and and you be honest with yourself, and meditate out the stress, the bad things out, and become so fresh, so clean. That's meditation.、Yeah. And these days, especially you know, in the twenty first century, we don't have that much time just to sit there, and. Hours, <laughs> and and some people don't have that kind of flexibilities. You sit there for hours, you cannot get up. You damage your joints. What's the point? <laughs> you can sit there meditate. You don't have to sit meditate. <laughs> you can jump. You can upside down. You can go dancing, singing. <laughs> you know, you find your way to meditate and to help yourself to grow in life. That's meditation. Absolutely, I think I much prefer that style of meditation myself. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. In, you know, waste some time. You cannot get up, and you you have cell phone. Luckily, next to you, you have to call your friend. Oh, please come, and help you to help you to get up. You don't do. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It all ties back into active meditation. <laughs> hey, active meditation is much better. You know, you you find yourself. Absolutely. You know, It's、the、not best, fun when you're just trying to get enlightenment, and then you just, you know, fall asleep, and then you wake up four hours later, just like, where am I? Exactly. That's you know, 
Exactly. You know, sit, sit there too long, damage your joints, you, you begin to sink, to sink, to sink a lot of things in life and get more worse. You don't need, we don't need that. Yeah. For example, you go see your friends, talk to your friends, you know, go dancing, go jog, and go play golf, tennis, and go swim, go singing. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> yeah, really. Yes. Okay, so active meditation is the way to go. Got to exactly. protect those joints. Exactly. You know, life so so short. That's why, you know, I keep uh, teach people life is living. We're living life. That's where we're life. Life is exercising. You have to exercise your life. You have to, you know, keep it and, and challenge yourself, discipline yourself, self-discipline. And do some stretch. That's why people get a certain age. They already name themselves, I'm old. Yeah. You're not, you're not old. And because you have that kind of beautiful body, you do not, you do not maintain it. You have to keep exercise your life, keep stretching. And keep stretching, keep the beautiful flexibility. And, and you never feel old. You feel just like a brand new young kids. That's why we want to invite everybody, we want to bring everybody to the childhood. And young heart, young body. Of course, every year we grow and knowledgeable mental mind. That that different. Yeah. I feel like that really adds a lot to the philosophy. And then you hear these stories about people that live to be like over a hundred years old. And the one thing they have in common is that they were constantly active. And even when they got older, they wouldn't just sort of resign themselves and be like, oh, I'm, I'm old, I can't do things anymore. They just kept going. And I get that same energy from you. Never old, you know, <laughs> never old. Yeah, if you believe you're old because you're already old, you know. That's what I say, most important, believe in yourself and trust yourself. Yeah, respect yourself. What a beautiful life, what a beautiful life. And very precious and keep it. Keep it, live it well, and honestly be with you, with yourself, and challenge yourself, and exercise. Yeah, eat healthy food. Happiness is the best medicine. And stay happy, stay healthy. Exercise. <laughs> of course, life has everything. You know, not always sunny day. Sometimes, you know, cloud, clouds, cloudy, and raining, cold, hot. Understand that's part of life, and. We put it that, that, enjoying. For example, Happy New Year. Everybody's happy, yeah? <laughs> and understand life has everything. And put this kind of joy, Happy New Year, Merry Christmas, in, in life, in the heart. Every day is Christmas. Every day is New Year. Enjoy it. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I love the mindset and that attitude. So what are some of the different ways that Chan Buddhists use prayer when it comes to their faith. Chan Buddhists to pray for their faith. For example, we we don't follow that much rules. For example, uh, we have to you have to light incense uh, to pray. Your heart, your heart is already there. Yeah, that's not exactly to pray to practice. Yeah, and without it, uh, altar without incense. Without it, and um, for example, uh, the tools we use 
in a, in a monastery to, to pray. We can pray on the street. We can pray on top of the mountain. We can pray and in the jungle. We can pray when we're swimming. Yeah, that's why I said, you're the temple, you're the church. Yeah, you're the church, your heart already there. Everywhere you go to is your temple, is your church. You can pray everywhere. You can practice your life everywhere. That's very beautiful. Do you have any prayers or words you would like to share with our audience today? Absolutely. Everyone, what a beautiful life. Yeah, especially now, pandemic time, everybody. Let's let's put hands together. Let's pray. Let's put hands. Let's fight for for our lives. Life is so precious. Let's put it hard together. Hearts together. Let's pray for and this terrible time goes with as soon as possible. Yeah. This is this is Chambudism. This is uh, whatever you believe. Yeah, let let's uh, put it everything together. Hands together, fight for it. Let's put it hearts together and pray for it. And let's uh, bless everybody and have um not natural natural and uh, uh, life back as soon as possible. Thank you for sharing that. Did you have anything else you would like to talk about on the show today? A lot of things to, to say, but you know, I, I just want to everybody understand that, you know, life has everything. And and please don't don't be too uh, uh, stressed and in, in, in your life. And understand this is a part of life and well, go away very, very soon. I believe. I believe that. Yeah. Don't keep. You know. I'm. I'm. Punish yourself. And oh, my life just like this. No. I stand tall, being proud, and honestly, and respectfully, challenge yourself. Yeah. And we we have to fight for. It. That's that's life, and don't believe. Oh, my life is just like this. Destiny made me like this. No. You make your destiny by yourself. Yeah, by respectfully, honestly, and be honest with yourself, 100% challenge yourself to make your life better. Also, same time, you, you make your life better, you can give the love and the spirit to your loved ones and to your friends, to others. And your, your loved ones not worry about you if you're not, if you're not healthy. You know, you're not a stand tall, being proud to live life. Your loved ones gotta worry about you, and, and think think about you. What's going on? Yeah, with with you and everybody should understand this part of life for a short time. Yeah, just like a rain, raining after raining, and you know, sunny day again. You know, that's that's okay, no problem. Yeah, and and always understand that. Don't push yourself down. Don't knock yourself out. Don't keep and punch yourself and damage yourself. Yeah, stand tall, being proud. Find your destiny by your fighting, by your, your beliefs. Amitofo. Amitofo, thank you very much for being on the show today. It was a pleasure to have you. My great honor. Thank you for the opportunity and enough New Year 2021. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I love to, you know, in my precious life time, I want to use different, you know, windows, different, different way 
and to spread the knowledge and to as many people as possible. I, I, you know, the, that's, a, that's why we're here. We have to do something meaningful in our lifetime. And that's, that's, that's what we, I think. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're going to have a great year. Yeah, you as well. All the best. All the best. Blessings and, and peace, respect, and love. Blessings. I found the books, The Original Teachings of Chan Buddhism by Chang Chun Yuan, The Essence of Chan by Gu Guo, Records of the Transmissions of the Lamp by Dao Yuan, and Essential Chan Buddhism by Master Guo Jun to be very helpful in my research and understanding of Chan Buddhism. To learn more about USA Shaolin Temple and attend social distance-friendly classes, visit www.usashaolintemple.org.